Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. It's obviously Jennifer and Katie. <laughs> so, for you, yeah, per usual. I don't know if you guys are expecting someone else. I mean, probably because we've been doing interviews, but surprise, it's just us. Just us. <laughs> so, let's get into it. We want to start off with you guys know our favorite show this over the past few months has been Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, And so they recently finished their reunions. So the show is over, sad face. But we thought we should rank the people for you that are the cast of the show, just because there's some people that we feel really strongly about and like some people that we hate (laughs) and some people that we love. we started liking people, ended up hating them. True. I feel like when it started, like it completely switched for me. A hundred percent. So that's why I feel like now that it's over, we have our rankings. Yes. We can have a comprehensive and accurate conversation about the people that we like and don't like. Yes. So we can start off with, we're going to start off with love to To hate. hate. Mm-hmm. So our number one for this season is Heather. I fucking love Heather. I love feel Heather. like she really came into her own this season. Like she reminds me a lot of myself. Does she? I yes, because I feel <laughs> like I feel like okay. Let me let me explain. Let me elaborate because I just feel like she started this season like not really having a voice coming out of like you know, like a weird situation where she felt unheard. And I know that I feel unheard because this is what my therapist tells me. So I'm chronically unheard. So I feel like she came out of like this place where like she was unheard. She didn't have a voice. Um, And then like through this show, she like realized that people do just love her for her and that she can just be herself and people will listen and people will like think that you're great. And she started opening up little by little until she finally like fucking blossomed and is her own. But I feel like that is what happened with her and Jen's relationship because the same thing has happened to me in past relationships. Like once you start to regain your voice and like have an opinion on things, people go, oh, you've changed. Or like, they're just not used to because they used to be able to like railroad you. They're used to the doormat of the friendship. Right. In a sense. It's like, oh, if you shut your mouth, then like, and you agree with everything I say, then obviously this friendship is going to (laughs) work. Right. And which is literally how Jen wants as a friend. Like she wants people to just agree with every single thing, which Heather even said, but like, and Heather's fun. She like, she's not like, controversial or anything like you really like can't hate her for anything like that's the whole thing and I think that's why she's like such a like Rihanna DM'd her and was like you're and that's crazy I love anyone that Rihanna loves so that's why I was like okay like okay like we see you Heather like that but she is because she's just so likable because she's like authentic and she's real but she's not a bitch but she like is nice to everyone at the same she's time. She's just a good person. Yes. You know, like sometimes good people are fucking annoying. It's just like, can you just be like normal for a second? But it works. But, like for she's her. A, right. She's a good person, and I still like her. So yes. that's saying something. Like she is on the right. And then when she was talking about her kids, because you know she's obviously been in a pretty oppressive relationship in past. Like her sexual life previous mm-hmm. to this moment has been like super restrictive and like 
everything and how she's like teaching her kids, like, Hey, it's okay to fuck around a little bit, you know, and figure out what you like. And then get like, you know, like, it's just, it's she's very giving like them a more realistic worldview right. on sex versus the Mormon, like, Oh my God, you got to do it just when you're married and wear special undergarments and do and missionary, keep it, keep it there. Like, so obviously she's like making them so they're not just like, what the fuck and don't have yes. any education on the subject. So it's good. I, and I'm glad she's, I know her divorce is really hard, but I think it was the best thing for her. Um, so yeah, Heather's our number one. And then, and I love that she owns a fucking med spa, yes. like the plastic surgery aspect to all of this. Love like, it. Love I it. That I also, that did make me like her more. Um, number two is Whitney. So I, I liked Whitney. Like, I was like, oh, she's good. Right. Like, I love Heather like Whitney. Like, yes. Whitney is, there's like, I'd hang out with Whitney. With like, I Whitney would. would be fun, but I think Heather would be more fun. But, like, them together is, like, a good combination. Definitely. And she, I love that she married whoever the fuck she wanted. I love her whole vibe, like, the stripper pole thing, even though I'm probably not going to be in a stripper pole. Just yeah, cause, just because like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> would but, I, like, if I could? Yes. Probably. Can yeah. I lift and myself the parties, up? No. <laughs> absolutely not the parties the heavy drinking like the whole thing is just we can get on board with that a hundred percent and she she is a good housewife in a sense of she calls people out on their bullshit she doesn't like sometimes she calls them out at the wrong moment in time 100%. but she owns it and so she's I a little bit of a timing issue yeah so I think that works though with housewives though is like what makes a good housewife is you kind of have to be able to just be blunt right but w- the one thing I will say about Whitney that like is kind of a drawback and I really saw this in the reunion and well you know I saw this throughout the season a little bit but like that she is a bad bitch you know and she like is that girl doesn't care but except for when it comes to lisa for some strange reason like i feel like she wants so hard for lisa to like her or like lisa to i don't know like think greatly of her like it's like a weird type of you dynamic i think i didn't think that i like thought she didn't give I a thought. shit what lisa thought of her and she was like i literally don't care and then she was but she was happy they made up well because she's like i feel like lisa talks down on like she, I mean, Lisa 100% does, Why but like, they all want to be friends with Lisa so badly. Like, I Meredith don't know. Thinks, I mean, Heather thinks Jen wants to be friends with her so badly. You think Whitney wants to be friends with her? Like, she doesn't rank high on my list. She's like in the middle, but I mean, she's pretty low. But like, yeah, I don't know either. And maybe it's just like some weird, like, vibe that like you can't sit with us sort of thing Lisa gives off, which makes yeah. people want to sit with her. But like, I, I mean, I don't want to sit with her, but I wish that Whitney didn't want to either. And it was just like, bitch, if you want a friendship, you know where to find me. You know, I think that's kind of like what she, she is saying though. Like she's good that they're good, but I think, cause I think they squashed their beef. I think it's just like Heather and Lisa that kind of went at it. Yeah. I mean, I you think know? they did, but I still like, I don't know for some reason, I just get a weird vibe, like that she still cares. And I want her to not care at all. What, what Lisa thinks at all, you know? Gotcha um number three is meredith um so so (laughs) it was kind of just like i don't love her but i don't hate her like i like right like i don't have like any strong feelings either like meredith's like like wheat toast you know like she's like kind of no one craves yeah no one craves wheat toast it like will fill that hole of like hunger but like i'd rather have seafood risotto you know but like 
she just is like wheat toast. I thought you were going to say like white bread since it's like bleached than- <laughs> and horrible for you. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but like, I just think she's, I don't know how to explain it. Like she's kind of boring, but she, like kind of, but she's like, but she's good at the same time. Like, I don't know how, like, I still like her on the show. So I it's like, like I still I want her she, on the show. Yeah. She brings balance to the show, which yes. I think is great. Yeah, but exactly. like she really and like I love that she disengages, but like also it's really not like probably beneficial for like the show. Like you probably should engage sometimes. Sometimes, you know? you, yeah, exactly. She needs to engage a little more than disengage so much. So yeah, I right. she's she's in the middle and for me. I like in the reunion, you know, like all the stuff. I mean, throughout the season, like her whole marriage thing has been brought up, brought up, which I get. Like you don't want people talking about your marriage. Jen shouldn't have had their names in her mouth, but like. I don't know. Like the whole thing was kind you're of on the sus show. because you're on the fucking show. Right. And like the stuff that you're saying, you were telling us that you and Seth are separated and back together and separated back together. Like, should you be dating other people? But like, it's like, it was going to come out anyway. With Jen, the reason why she was so pissed at her is because like Jen was, had malice intentions, even though she said yeah. she didn't. And she's literally going to say that till she's blown in the face. She didn't mean harm. Yes, she fucking did. She was trying to plant a fucking seed. She was pissed off at, Meredith and so that's why she brought it up that's malice so that's why Meredith is like I don't fuck with Jen because this is like what she I think that's what she meant by she's like ruining or like she's talking about my marriage yeah like it's different you know it is Jen shouldn't have been saying anything about her marriage nothing and if that's if she was like a good friend and like trying to plant seeds to people that like Meredith isn't as close with so it's like you're I think that's where it was because she was like, okay, you're not like a loyal friend. I can't really trust you. Yeah, no, you can't trust her for sure. But I mean, this marriage shit was going to come out anyways. Like it's pretty much public knowledge, you know, yeah. you're on a fucking reality show. So I don't know. But like, yeah, she's just, she she's, is, I, she is what she is. She's, yeah. She's in a suit dress every day. You know, that's just, she is who she is. She's very just like Blasi. vanilla. Yes. She's like a nice beige. Yes, exactly. Okay. And then after Meredith, we have Lisa. Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't like not like Lisa, but I don't like her. I, so I don't, yeah, I don't really like her that much, to be honest. I do think like she I kind of liked her in the beginning, but I do think she like does think she's like a little bit better than everyone. She a hundred percent thinks she's better than ever. And like, even like when in the, in the reunion where um, Heather and Whitney were talking about how the church has treated them because of like divorces and stuff like that. And she was like, well, you know, we didn't have that issue. Because you know, like, I think she's, and a, I'm like, she's her own version of Mormon. I think right. Whitney and Heather were like legit Mormons. In it. Yes. Yeah. And they grew up in it versus like, what's her, Lisa is like, she calls it like, what did she call it? Mormon 2.0 or something. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not exactly how like religion works. Like, that's why it's so oppressive a lot of the times because they keep these old traditions and values and don't up with the times and lisa's upping her time up with the times with mormonism and that's not exactly how it works out she's doing she's beating to her own mormon drum is what it is which is is and that's what heather was trying to point out she's like you don't get it like 
when we're sealed in the eyes of the church, like it's a big fucking deal. And you're making it seem like it's no big deal. But I'm like, yeah, because she's doing her own version of whatever the fuck she wants. It's not real Mormonism. Exactly. But even if you were like, even if like you had a great experience with the church, like that doesn't like negate what other people are feeling, you know, like you could have a bad experience and like other people could have a great experience. Totally. So people can have different experiences. So like, I just hated that she was like, no, that's not like how it goes. You know, like we got both Maybe me and my that's husband not are divorced. Your or, version. Right. But that doesn't mean that that did not happen to them. Yeah. They got fucking letters being like, you're out of here, buddy. Like, right. So obviously that was, and he was going to cry. This is Whitney's husband. You guys, Whitney's husband got a letter from the Mormon church and like saying like, he can't be in it anymore because the way that him and Whitney met was they were married and cheating on their spouses with each other. Obviously, it worked out for them, though, because they're still together till this day. But, you know, I think when you grow up in a religion, that's your life. So regardless if you agree with it or not, it's still sad because you're losing a part of you that right. you had. And Forever. she's and she kind of just downplayed a lot of it. And it was like, OK, he's like going to cry here. And you're just like, everyone gets divorced. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, um, it like is, though. Right. Like, I don't Especially- think it's a big deal, but I'm not Mormon. But to them and the church and the situation that they are and growing and up the how whole they did. Ceiling, yeah. Like you grew up in New York. So you don't like understand. I think Utah Mormonism is on a different level than like anywhere else. Cause it's like the Mormon capital. Definitely. So yeah, Definitely. She, she grew up in a way different culture. Yeah. And the other thing that I don't like about her is just like how she's like through this whole season acted like she didn't know Heather. Like how you're not Mariah Carey. You She's like, I met her in 2017. And I was like, okay, why would Heather just like make up that she knew you though? It's the weirdest thing. And like, it's like, Heather there she goes strike again. me as a liar, like a liar whatsoever. So no, this is like kind of bizarre. And it's like, there she goes again with like acting like people are beneath her. Like, no, I don't, I don't fucking know her. Like, you know, but she got her fucking karma because um, a fan like tweeted and asked Lisa if she knew Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of New York or previously was on Real Housewives of New York because they're both from New York and they both have alcohol brands. So they probably are in the same circles. And um, Lisa or Lisa tweeted back and was like, basically like, yeah, I know Bethany and like posted an old picture of them together. And um, Bethany like tweeted and basically was like, yeah, we met once, like didn't know she was on the show, but congrats. Like, this bitch, this Lisa went and like dug up. Old oh, I thought, from, like, I thought she like, years just ago. confirmed like, oh yeah, we met years ago. I didn't know well, it was like, she was trying to say I didn't like, know her. Everyone's like, Bethany like was being shady and Bethany's like, I'm not being shady. But like the irony in it is like kind of fucking amazing because Lisa cared so much that she went to be like, to be connected to Bethany that she went and dug through her old pictures from like 20 years ago to find this picture with Bethany and Bethany was basically like I don't know her I don't follow her Which career is... I didn't even know she was on this franchise that I was once on so but congrats you know which is funny because she was saying how other people on the show were doing it for fame and I feel like she was trying to imply Heather and Whitney and I was mm-hmm. like you seem like you're doing it a little more for fame than anyone else on the couch to be totally honest like in Correct. my opinion except for me Jen. yeah Exactly. And you, you know, Bethany from 20 years ago from one event, but you don't know Heather that you went to college with for four years. Like, okay. Like, okay. Whatever. Okay. Lisa. Bye. Fucking detached Debbie. <laughs> 
I just wish she would just take a throat lozenge. That's like my other issue with her. It's like, <laughs> I just feel like her, her throat is, is a so too raspy. raspy. Yeah. It's too much for me. Um, number four, we have Mary, which I do have to say, Mary, I thought was like a fucking kook the whole season. Her wigs were bad. Her twitching was bad. She was weird as fuck. And She's I was just like, yeah. But then on the reunion, I don't know if it's because she looked better, but like she like all of a sudden my feelings started to change about her. I know she's low on my list, but that's just because she's still weird. But like I started to like her more on the reunion, which Andy Cohen said would happen probably. And I think they maybe just needed to show more of Mary's story or more of Mary in general because they didn't. And like maybe we just didn't get a chance to see a lot of her. Well, because like she we wouldn't show cast. up to shit. That's her fault. You know, she was in a fight also with Jen. But yeah, like but you're on Real Housewives. Who gets in a, in a fight and then just like completely doesn't show up to anything for the rest of the season? Well, she wasn't invited to some stuff. That's why. But like she was invited to Vegas. She could have gone to Vegas. Could have. Yeah. Like there's things that she could have done. But, like, she just chose not to. She's decided to sit in her fucking closet, which is fine. I think but if like, they bring Mary back, she's going to have to have more of a role on the show so people can, like, really get to know her. Um, but yeah. she just – she doesn't she, keep her back straight. She's still a fucking scammer, you guys. Like, she's still scamming money. Like, we posted a video on our Instagram, so go check it out. And it's, like, basically some of Mary's lies. Um, if you don't know our Instagram handle, it's at Podcast. But um, she basically said that like in during the season that her grandmother, you know, put it in her will that she wanted her to marry her husband if she were to die. Her husband, Peepaw, also Mary's grandfather, step-grandfather. Um, but then in the reunion, Mary was like, no, it wasn't in the will. And then, and then on the show, the grandpa or the husband now was saying um, that his wife at the time, ex-wife or like that died, was saying, told him personally that she wanted to marry one of the girls him to marry one of the girls and then on the show she was like andy was like did you tell your husband she's like no i never told him that my grandma said that um we just prayed on it and we came to that conclusion right what none of this shit is adding up and then it's like i just wonder like obviously they live in this lavish life they have multiple homes like she has a whole bunch of shit she doesn't need and they have this little ass church and i'm like where the fuck is are you getting this money? Like apparently as a, other businesses, but I yeah, don't know. well, that's what she said. She was like, we have, we had had past tense, a couple of restaurants. Let me just tell you, my grandparents had a couple of restaurants and they are not rolling like Mary is, you know, it's like a hard industry. it's a hard industry and you know, they don't even have these fucking restaurants anymore. They're not profiting off us anymore, but yet that the profits from those restaurants back in the day, from your, their first of all, they're family restaurants. So there's a lot of people that probably need to get paid out, mm-hmm. but the, those restaurants are affording you lavish homes, like all your fucking surgeries to move all the boils off your skin, which is something. Um, but I don't know. It's just like the, the lies and the manipulation. They need to get more in depth into her life and really uncover more if she's going to come back. That's for sure. Because I well, feel like we only saw the very surface. Maybe it she seems won't. like Peepaw um, doesn't want that. Doesn't want her. He said he didn't want her to join in the first place, but probably because he knew allegedly shit was that they were, light. yeah, shit was going to come to light, that they're scamming, that they're taking money that's not right. theirs. And he didn't want people to question them. So, um, I mean, yeah, she's second to last. And she then 
the worst of the worst of the worst. Jen, Jen. Shaw. I started off the season loving her as a housewife. I thought, wow, she's going to be such a great addition, like, to hating her fucking guts. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Because she was my favorite. She just takes no accountability for her actions whatsoever. It is the most painful thing to fucking watch. Yes, you were manipulative when you were trying to, like, say shit about Meredith and her marriage. Yes, you were saying, like, everything you said had a hidden agenda. The way you react, and she was like, oh, my dad died. Okay, but how long are you going to keep lashing out at people because your dad died and not take ownership? ownership of your actions you can have these feelings but it's how you react and you have no accountability whatsoever and it's infuriating and then she tries to blame it on everything else she tries to be like oh my god you guys can't yell at me stop yelling at me oh my god you don't even know what it's like and I'm like shut the fuck up the reason they're yelling at you is because you deserve to be yelled at I don't care who the fuck you are you need to be yelled at because it's not getting through your thick skull Like, I don't know if your ponytail's too tight because it looks (laughs) like it's fucking going to rip off your head, but you're crying and you're like, oh my God, stop yelling. Like, I'm just taking it. I'm taking it because you dish it out. If you can't dish it, don't take it. Like, you need it back at you. And they were just trying to explain that. And she's like, oh my God, stop saying I'm aggressive. And I was like, you said you were going to drown her twice. Right. That's exactly it. You are aggressive. You literally physically fucking almost assaulted your friend you're literally pushing her out of the way telling people you're gonna drown them and you're like you guys don't understand what it's like to call me aggressive i don't know another right that's and that's the biggest thing for me like that this like personally pissed me the fuck off because it's like yes like katie was saying your actions are aggressive like that is the definition of aggressive like punching balloons and pushing your friends should we go on to saying you're gonna drown people in a lake Right. And then like to it's for her to be like, you guys don't understand. Like to me, that's extremely offensive that you would like even group yourself with people that are like actually getting like assaulted and like racially profiled and shot and fucking for killed. real for real for, racial injustice. Yeah, because yeah, because and being called aggressive in these things because like of their race and like you are being called aggressive because of your fucking own actions. So if you have not the said shoe those fits, things, it's not because yes. of the color of your skin. It's, it's who not. you are as a it's your character. And as I a find human it being. extremely offensive. If you had not done those things, if you had not said those things and acted in that manner, then you would not be called aggressive. And right. that's the fucking difference. Right. And she's like, everyone's yelling at me. I'm like, she's like, you don't understand what it's like to be yelled at when you're me. And I was like, you scream your face off at everyone literally scream and throw fucking glasses at human beings and you're like stop calling me aggressive bitch if you are fits, sorry and then she was like t- like hyperventilating to coach shaw and like i was like you're and he's like some people just don't get it no you guys don't you get it. you it's you that doesn't you get don't it. get it like, it was just mind-blowing to me. So I eventually was just like, I've had enough of Jen Shaw. Because I was like, this bitch needs to hire Teddy Mellencamp because she needs an accountability coach because she doesn't know what the definition of accountability is. She just uses excuse after excuse after excuse. And it's like, you can't use the excuses that you're using in these specific instances. It doesn't right. work. You're just trying to like try any excuse and it's like, please, please stop it. There's actually real issues going on. And these are just your own personal issues that you have not dealt with and clearly need help. 
like there's 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 a complete difference and she was just trying to intertwine the two and I'm like "Mm." it's it's hard for me because it's like I I loved her in the beginning like I said I just loved her but like also seeing like how she treated Heather towards the end like when Heather is quote-unquote best friend ride or die literally has been ride or die and then Jen like as soon as she sat Jen down and was like listen like as your friend I'm telling you that you are in the wrong Jen flipped on her and was like I don't trust this bitch like blind loyalty is not a friendship no that's you need to a friendship is knowing to tell your friend when they're wrong in a situation and being able to tell your friend listen you can't talk to people like this or you can't do this or listen I understand you've gone through this and what you're going through but then you need to take a step back and maybe stop drinking or get help for your actions or get help for these feelings because the way you're treating people is not okay And you're only going to alienate yourself and you only have yourself to blame. And if we're going to come at you, it's because you've pushed us to a breaking point. Well, yeah. And she's going to, she's going to be alone. Like she's lonely, but she's going to continue to be alone because she can't have real pushing them away. Yeah. The only people that are going to be around her are her paid staff. And that's because they want money. And they're going to agree with her because she's getting paid. No shit. So yeah, that's I mean, if she why paid I me, just... I would agree with her too. And to like, be look, Dorinda was fired from the Housewives of New York because she would get drunk and like not, and she would like not listen to anything anyone had to say and not take any accountability for her actions. And that got her booted off the show. So I think everyone needs to be held to that fucking standard. If you can't take accountability, then fuck off. A hundred percent. But I think we should talk about one last housewife on the show that no one fucking asked for. And that's Brooks. Yeah. Because why the fuck was he even here? You know, like we didn't ask for this. We don't want this. Like you have literally, he's a young kid. Like you have your entire life to be an uptight, judgmental little prick. And the dad was like, I've never met a more nice human being with a bigger, the biggest heart. Brooks is the best human I've ever met. And I was like, huh, I just was telling Jennifer, I'm like, must not translate on TV because that is not like what we're seeing. We're seeing like a little bitch boy who like is bitching about every single thing and is like, oh my God, mom. Just so high. You cannot invite her over. I'm like. Who the fuck tells their mom what to do? Like you are a child. You don't pay any bills here. You don't have a real job. Like you're living under your parents' roof, which I am too, but I like, I get it, but I have to follow my parents' rules. I couldn't tell my parents what to do. And I don't know if like Meredith, just like her parenting style is to disengage as well, but like, seems like it. Cause it seems like he just runs shit around here and he needs to be like put in his place. And honestly, if my mom's friends came over and we're like, fucking showing their vaginas showing their vaginas I would be be laughing and recording it would I I would not probably grossed out too for sure probably I wouldn't be like mom you cannot bring them over right and I like I hate I hate to talk about his business because we also have a business he paid for himself and you know like good for him because honestly that's not a easy thing to do but like come on kid like his mom gave him a fashion show but like I don't didn't know you could have a fashion show with only one look like what are you showing I would I would just call it like a fashion preview remember when um what's her name um from Atlanta Housewives Sheree and she didn't have (laughs) she she by Sheree was supposed to come out forever and like um 
what's his face was like what is this fashion show with no fashions because it was literally just sketches of her drawings that she wanted to come out it was kind of like the same thing where it was like here's one look and then which like I get if he's paying for it for his own money like I wouldn't be able to even afford like one fucking sweatsuit so good for him but it it doesn't make a line Yes, exactly. It typically that's not the next step in in your fashion typically, business. Typically, if you're gonna have a show, show you're gonna have a few looks. That's you could have spent more money, spent less money on the show, and more money on putting together another. Which book. you know what, Brooks, go for your career. We support you in that. Just like we don't need your commentary on the show. <laughs> exactly. That's just what it is. Just stay, stay with fashion um, or whatever that was. But yes, yeah, so that was The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now you guys can binge it if you haven't seen it yet. I'd recommend it for sure because it's picked up for season two. Which I'm super excited about. I'm excited so to excited. see who will come back, if Mary will be there or not. Uh, Mary's going to have to like actually work that season though if she decides that she does come back. Yeah, there's she's going to need to be a little more in there for sure. So the next show that we think you guys should see if you haven't watched it yet is Summer House. It's always been a favorite. Yes. Parents love it. Children love it. Like it's like literally for all ages, like people can watch it. And so basically, if you guys don't know, Bravo had a group of friends and they've quarantined. Usually they film them in the Hamptons every summer, right? And then the summer was obviously different. So they all have had to quarantine in one house together all summer. And they brought back everyone from last year. And then um, there was a new girl, Sierra, that they brought in. Yes. So, like, the one of the, I I hesitate to even say relationships, but Luke, who was on the show last Mm -hmm. season as well, brought this girl, Sierra, with him this year. Mm -hmm. Um, They've dated in the past, but this is, like, a new house guest. No one knows Sierra except for Luke. Luke and Hannah... Um, last season kind of had a thing. And when I say a thing, like when I think about what they have, it sounds like a relationship to me. It does. He eats her out. She sucks his dick. I mean, they talk all day, every day. Says I love you. Say I love you. They call each other at night and say goodnight. They go on dates. They have sleepovers. Like, I don't know what else. Like, just because there's not P and V penetration doesn't mean you're not in a relationship. I know. He acts like that's, like, the be-all, end-all. Like, okay. Like, you can do that and not have feelings for someone. Like, I feel like the emotional connection is more... What cements a relationship. Yes, exactly. Like, I would rather... People fuck people at the bar every weekend. Like, I'd rather the physical and, like, leave it at that. And then instead of the emotional, because the emotional is where you're going to get really fucked in the end, which is what happened. So Hannah and Luke got in this big fight. So this is what happens this episode, guys. So the the episode starts out with Luke being, like, Hannah in his, like, Minnesota accent. I (laughs) talk to you for a second? just fucking like it. (laughs) It's Uh like, he literally... That's it, like, annoying. It's so annoying. And so he's like, Hannah, like, <laughs> um, he's like, can I talk to you? And then she's like, sure, whatever. And then he's like apologizing to her. But I, th- and then he starts crying and he tells her like, Hannah, I do love you. But like as a person, basically, but he's crying. But I felt like these were fuckboy tears. Like I was like, are you even crying crocodile? Like this is like. No, he, the only reason he cared is because Sierra wasn't fucking with him because yes. she was pissed at how and he, he wants to fuck Hannah. with Sierra. So he's like, if I want to fuck with her, then I got to fucking apologize to right. Hannah. So, and then Hannah's crying and she's like, oh my God, okay. Like, 
accepted his apology. Let's fucking it's it honestly is bullshit. Like he really he really fucked up because he's like we were just friends this whole time. Basically, like completely just like diminished anything that she ever felt and was like, I don't know how you felt, but I felt like we were friends this whole time. Tell me which Total of your guy bullshit. friends you suck their dick every night. You know, like which of your guy was, friends are I mean, you doing that to? Only twice, but yeah. Okay. Even twice. <laughs> but even twice. Name, it's name like one enough. friend that you're sucking his dick twice. And, and then he turns around and sucks your dick. Let me know. <laughs> Tweet at us. And us tells you they answer. love you. And then he still does it. And I'm like, oh my God, you suck at this. No, the but- problem with Luke is that he needed like an emotional support system well, and he didn't want to have a girlfriend. So he used he wanted her to, as a girlfriend. It was like, he wanted to fuck the hot chick and then have the, but have the emotional relationship he had with Hannah, but the right. physical ones with the actual hot girls. So it was like, well, I mean, Hannah's not hot. I mean, she, I, I mean, this is what Carl's Carl's this, did. And that was, Carl I said it. Carl said it on camera. I know. I was, like, oh, I was like, oh, because Carl said he was, she was like, obviously this is the hottest guy Anna's ever going to get. So no wonder she's obsessed. And okay, I was like, in uh, my personal opinion, I don't even think Luke's that hot. You know, he, he's gotten uglier, but like, he's, he's not, not attractive. Uglier. I mean, would I, it's I mean, knowing what much. I know about him, I wouldn't fuck him. But like, no. would I, ha- if I saw Last Luke season, right now in a bar, would I be like, yeah, last season, last season would have been a different story, but yes. this season, but that's another thing. Last season, okay, he's acting like they didn't have anything, but he is cock blocking her with other guys. Yes, she was. He's cock blocking her when she was trying to hook up with Austin from Southern Charm, which is a whole other story. But and then like she was dating with this guy Armand, he's and he, yeah, he, I mean, actually, yeah, he is. Like, but I think he had like a good job or something, so it makes up for it. But. I don't he know. he was like ma- basically like encouraged Hannah to break up with Armand because yes. he wanted to fuck around with her. But so then he didn't like, even fuck around with her. He, like, then he, he didn't, didn't even, even fuck her. around with her. And then now he's just saying they're just friends. They were all just friends. It was in her fucking head, trying to make her look fucking crazy. Like, are you joking? And- girl like people usually like find people more attractive when you do have an emotional connection um at least on a right. girl's end so i was like wouldn't he find hannah more attractive then like if i don't know like if yes if no i was actually, this emotional connection like i was kind of confused on that i was actually like, just having this body. conversation with someone like yes absolutely like i would like Guys, like younger guys, typically just go for the looks. Like you could be a fucking dud and they don't really care. And like, but like Luke as you get older, said, he was like, well, there's Hannah and then Sierra's just fucking hot. And okay. I was like, okay. First of all, is another- Sierra's a model. So that is, we're talking about apples and apples oranges. and oranges. Right. You know, like Sierra is hot universally because yes. Sierra is a model and she has like the tightest fucking body. Like, so much. Jesus so Christ, good. some perky oh. ass boobs, like a nice little ass. Like, Everything. I fucking yeah. maybe I'm in love with Sierra. I mean, yeah. she like is gorgeous. What I mean, there's nothing else you can say. No one can say Sierra's ugly, but like it, he, I think he thinks like he wanted that emotional con- connection to someone, but mm-hmm. he thinks that he's like can fuck models, and I think he just thought like because he can't. not that he was better than Hannah, but like it's coming. He off could do better. Way. Yeah. Like it's really coming off that way, which is like so fucked up for Hannah because it's like mm-hmm. she has every right to feel how she's fucking feeling. Like I would feel the same exact way. Same. Like a hundred percent. Like I'm in this instance, I'm team Hannah, but like the guys are like 
team Luke basically because they're like it's so stupid they're like oh she's obsessed with him like yeah he's made that yes he had that like so no shit she thought that like but then I was like is Sierra a hired actress because in our Bravo group we realized so people were trying to put the pieces together and they were saying in the Bravo group um Kyle's birthday is in August and Hannah started dating her now boyfriend in July. So how did she think she was going to have a fun summer with Luke when she quote unquote had a boyfriend in July? So I was like, is Sierra just like hired on to be like a little more drama? Because the acting in this is already terrible because I feel like their fake crying is already like, what the fuck am I watching? So like, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. I think that would make sense. I mean, obviously, um, Sierra's in the entertainment industry. She is a model. She probably has an agent and shit. So, like, I would not be surprised if she took this on as a gig. It would make sense. Um, Because the whole situation is a little weird. Like, who the fuck? Like, why would he bring her like that and not it, tell, it like, was just weird. weird it doesn't make sense that he would bring her basically like she right just, like oh she this no girl connection to the group whatsoever no connection and, and they're their not connection. together and they're their not together. A weird connection it's like right. a friendship like, but they want to fuck he met her like and was like hey do you want to like just come to minnesota like they didn't even fucking know each other so first of all he brought a stranger to his like parents house which my mom would fucking murder me and like, then like you okay fucked her then they stop talking and then he's like hey I'm going on summer house do, do you want to come come through it just is all a little fishy if you ask me like it just is not uh, no no Katie not up. fishy it's it's sus I it's believe that's sus. what the kids oh, use it's sus. sus sus it's just all a little sus if you ask me so then whatever they go to the beach kumbaya like everything's fucking working out and then they come back home and Kyle's like can I have like a team meeting or house meeting and he goes I don't really like these but we got to talk about it and it was basically how no one's pulling their weight in the house right and so from personal experience I will tell you if people don't clean their shit or help contribute in a way when you're all living in a home together it's infuriating and the littlest thing is going to set you off because it just builds and builds and builds because you just see how someone doesn't give a shit to help and it's like we all live here we all need to pull the same weight right Mm-hmm. So that's why I, un- so I understood like why it can be infuriating. And so, um, he, he was just like, so Lindsay, like they didn't call anyone out either. They were just saying, Hey, we all need to like do our part in terms of cleaning up this house. Right. So Lindsay even suggests like, she goes, what if there's some of you wake up later, AKA Hannah and Paige, like wake up later, which would be me and Jennifer. Like, um, so it would literally be, so she's like, how about some people take the morning shift and t- someone take the night shift, which seems very valid. Cause I'm a night person. So I would personally rather get the nighttime shift yeah. in this instance anyways, and sleep in. That's just how I am. But then Hannah is like, I don't cook or, dr- or and I don't drunk eat. So it's like, it, I don't need to help. Okay, I hate when people do that shit. So she already knew she was, so she basically is calling herself out because no one said, Hannah, you need to help. But she already got, she was already on the defense, which you know when you're already on the defense, you're already guilty. You know. To be honest, she isn't cleaning. I mean, we know this, like she's on trash duty and she never takes it back. They showed us this on camera. Yes. So she, she, yeah, she replaces trash bags and just that's it. moves it out and of the trash And she leaves can. it, but someone still has to take it downstairs. And she's like, well, when I signed up for the job, I didn't know I was going to have to, like, be taking out the trash every day. I'm like, there's literally you 10 live people in, in the house. house. Yes. Like, I mean, I don't you know? know. 
everyone there's going to be a shit ton of trash like and if you have to take it out every day you have to take it out every day people clean up every day that's kind of how like things work in life I don't know especially if there's 10 fucking people in the house and so she's like oh but I'm like yeah you don't eat or drunky but someone's cooking your motherfucking meals Mm -hmm. so if someone's cooking usually the person that cooks is not going to clean and you're going to switch duties so it was just like what the fuck like she just like didn't have any like valid points also side note like I really wish that I didn't drunk eat like that's amazing that she can do that very same because oh my god I was like wait what (laughs) I I have one glass of wine and And I'm like to like supplement with a whole pizza whole pizza one glass and I'm like oh well, sorry, drunk eating. Whoopsie. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's just no. like a, a black hole. My self-control isn't there. So then like Hannah just like starts getting so fucking defensive. And then um, so Kyle finally was just saying like, okay, I'm just going to tell you like it is. You don't do your job. Like you don't take out the trash and you sleep until noon. And he's like, if I could sleep until noon, I would. And then she was like, why are you so jealous of me? So obviously that like is just like a huge trigger because it's like he's not fucking jealous of you he's just saying you don't do shit you're lazy like that's what he's saying and then um she goes off and so hannah's trigger apparently is men yelling at her which side note i never thought luke yelled at her i thought he raised his voice but to me that's not yelling i can show you yelling and that's not yelling yeah i don't think just raising his voice yelled i think and she's like what he was saying was just so fucking frustrating and dumb as fucking rocks like he was like being such a little troll asshole and I think that's what happened with Luke I don't think he was necessarily yelling I just no. think he was on some bullshit but Kyle once you push his buttons did start yelling. well yeah he did yeah. yell and and but I understood and she was like I'm not Amanda you can't talk to me like that maybe Amanda will take that but I'm not gonna take it and then Amanda's like what the fuck like and she always does this she always like targets their relationship and I'm like what does their relationship have to do with cleaning the house nothing it's because you don't have a comeback and this is your and she knows yeah and she knows that that's a swear spot like that will piss them off like and it fucking did so Amanda chucked a glass at her and I was like because if you think about it what she's basically saying while she's trying to take a dig at Kyle she's taking an even bigger dig at her quote-unquote best friend that's literally like right. me saying, saying this that about Jennifer and I was like oh Jennifer maybe your boyfriend can talk to you like that but not to me because I'm basically calling I would be calling Jennifer a fucking doormat and like letting a guy walk all over her that's exactly what it, she was saying to Amanda right so so fucked up and that's what Paige said Paige was like I wouldn't be throwing a glass I'd be throwing my whole fucking body if someone said that to me oh and I really don't even think like it's not I don't think Amanda's a doormat I don't I think she lets things go that she shouldn't let go because she loves him um so I do think like the cheating stuff like I don't know like I'm not really sure but maybe that's the relationship for them because she is forgiving and ride or die that like I definitely don't think she's a doormat no I don't either and then like she and then he was like you're literally obsessed with Luke and you've never even been in a relationship with him. So don't even talk about my relationship when you have a non-existent one that's <sighs> made up in your Another head, basically. And so then she comes back and then she's like, he's just clearly insecure about his relationship. And I'm like, what the, and Amanda's like relatively calm, like this whole time, but then obviously that's going to like pull a trigger, but then it was, so they're fighting Hannah's crying or I mean, Hannah's crying. And then Amanda's crying. They're all crying. And Hannah goes up to Sierra and is like, I'm so happy you're here. I'm like, 
One, <laughs> you're not even, you don't have tears coming out of your eyes. This acting job is horrendous. Second, you, you're her. glad that the girl Luke brought to basically get under your skin is here. What the fuck? Because you realize no one else is on your side because you're in the wrong. Right. And then she was trying to be like, Paige, are you on their side or are you Switzerland? She didn't even, she didn't even try to say like, am I wrong? She was just like, are you Switzerland? When Paige, I think clearly knew Hannah was that. Wrong. Yeah. This guys, this was all over fucking trash. trash. Just take, just take out the trash. But see, that's done. what I'm saying. If you guys have roommates, you guys, you need to clean your fucking shit because I can tell you from friends' personal experience, my personal experience, if you don't fucking pull your weight, that can be the end of a friendship, the end, because you just see how someone has no regard for living with someone else. And you just see that their character and it reflects on their character. Like, okay, you don't want to help, but you want to live here. It well, just and I think it's doesn't just work like, like that. It's immaturity too. You it know, really like, is. I feel like when I was, when I was younger, like college days, like this was an issue, but like with my more adult roommates, it never has like been an issue because like you yourself don't want to live in filth. Like you don't want fruit flies. You, you don't think, want. Yeah. And I feel like as you get older, can, like, you want a nicer it. space for yourself. But like, I feel like immaturity, like immature people don't care. Like they'd rather just not do anything than to live in a clean space. And I think that it's like Hannah's immaturity is showing, but I also mean, you have to think about it. Kyle and Lindsay and all of them are like nearly 40. I don't really know. They're like mid thirties. So she's not okay. Lindsay's like, only like five is, years older than all of them. She's not like a huge age difference older than them, but sorry, she's Lindsay, see, you look a little bit older. She, I mean, I always, I felt Lindsay was 34 from the first episode of the season ever. So like, yeah. I never knew the difference. So to me, she's been like a solid 34 this whole time in my <laughs> mind. I never know. Like, I was like, oh, she started, she started around the age they are now. Yeah. But like, that's the difference between 35 and 25, you know, like mm-hmm. they do have a, he- a pretty big age. They're like 28 or 29 now. So it's kind of like, I get it. You're young. I'm young and I'm lazy as fuck. Like I'm so don't think I'm like, oh my God, they don't do anything. So I get it. But I think it's also hard because it's like, they're coming from being at home where like shit's done for you. And then it's like, or you're hiring someone. So, but like, unfortunately you guys signed up for this house and this is like how it's going to go. But then it's just like, it turned into one snowball of a mess and it was just like a fucking disaster. So I don't know how- It does suck that they can't hire a housekeeper. It does suck, but COVID rules. And- so then whatever they go to bed and then the next day is Lindsay's birthday which usually she like likes to do big shit for it and then you see Carl on the phone just like crying and then we find out that Carl's brother died of an overdose and it was honestly so fucking sad because it was more sad for me to watch because he knew how hurt his mom was and that yes. was like so hard to watch because he was like, I just want to hug you right now. And yeah, because I think he- I felt really bad, but like really bad backing up this whole, this whole season, these two episodes, like Carl's been in like a completely like different head. So much better because he's sober now. And like, because partly because of his brother, partly because, because of his brother, because mm-hmm. his brother is an addict and mm-hmm. he died of an overdose, but like he that's not like the overdose isn't why he got sober obviously but like it was multiple things yeah and so I 
personally like Carl a lot more this season. I think so he's much, like he even really grown up. To me. And I was like Carl was better. not attractive. Never understood why girls fucked him. I was like, oh, never. Okay. I'm like, he's tall, like hot Carl, please. But now all of a sudden, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's his aura and his energy has changed as well since he's like a, on a different vibration. I think he yes. is because he's a better human. So I think because he's a better guy now he has also raised his frequency and like now I he's think like so more attractive. because now when I look at him I like see an orange aura which is typically pretty good for I don't me. find or him gross I don't like, find I him gross like, before he was like a mucky green like, yuck like, like a, just a was like, sewer he just wasn't a, and he just didn't have like really like great qualities at least on the show it didn't come off that way but now he's turned his life around and I feel like he's not like fully sober I guess he drinks sometimes he just has to learn moderation which I think and I think that's great because I, I don't think he is an alcoholic but I don't uh, I think maybe. he just is in like a rough spot in his life and um, he's using right. it as a crutch which so I'm hoping this is like, like <laughs> that sounds like an I was like, I, don't, I guess it's, but after I thought about it, after I said it, I was like, eh, I mean, he, he might, drinking he might just dog. have like, drinking issues. Maybe he's not he might have. One. Yeah. But I'm hoping this is like a step in the right direction. And he yes. kind of continues this way because like the a theme in all of these seasons with Carl has been like his relationships with girls and that Suck. he like, he sucks. Yeah. And blames it on his parents' divorce, which I don't think it's his parents divorce like your parents divorce at 30 like not that that doesn't hurt you but like I don't think it should be causing as much issues as it is to be honest like least that everyone gets divorced but um I think he just like has a really big problem like he's extremely extremely insecure and I think he needs to like work this out in therapy and he was masking that with like alcohol fucking bitches and shit and now he's more comfortable with who he is and himself and you can tell and like no wonder it's like Oh, okay. And it's like, it's crazy how much his appearance has changed to me and like how much more. Katie's I, legit has the hots I, well, for Carl. I don't, but it was like, I literally found him Katie, so you unattractive. Can, you can admit it to us. No, I just found him so unattractive before that I, not like ugly, but just like, I just did not understand what everyone was talking about. I didn't see it wasn't registering i was like hmm i'm not seeing this hot carl everyone talks about but all of a I mean, sudden same. yeah but it, i'm just saying wow h- him changing his life around has even altered his physical appearance to me is just what i'm saying see you so guys when care. you get on your journey of self-help look what it did for carl you Honestly, should get on it too like and someone was saying like um your attractiveness beauty is actually just energy so i was like oh okay I was like, I can create some more energy. Yeah, should I create a better energy? Take an energy? espresso, you know? Um, but yeah, so that was that Summer House episode. So it, I have a question for you, Katie, though. Yes. How long do you give Lindsay and Strabby's relationship? Oh, it seems like after, um, after what's it called, her birthday, it seems like from the previews, he's not going to live up to her standards. I give it a few more weeks. And then I feel like they're going to be, I think Done. they stay together or something. I think they, I don't think they broke up till October. Um, I think she was saying. So I think maybe they break up and get back together kind of a thing um, during the season. But I definitely see them taking a break probably pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, I think Lindsay really thinks that she deserves better. And but she seems to think... be the common denominator of the right. problem in every relationship exactly. she's in. Exactly. I think the guy that she wants is like a figment of her imagination. He does not exist. I don't think there's anything wrong with Strabby. Like he, she's 
she's so angry at him like this entire season because he's working. Like, to be honest, like I would rather you spend less time with me and work so we can live in a nice place rather than us living in a fucking box and you giving me all your attention. Right? Fuck that. That is not my love language. No, I need you to do acts of service. <laughs> like, and if that's I need working- to, Just in general, I need you to work at your job. Like, do your job. That's good. Honestly, it's so weird. Like, but she needs like quality time, apparently, she was saying. And I was just like, yeah, but like he needs to hustle. And then maybe he could have that quality time later on with you once he's done hustling. Yeah, but I feel like this isn't quality time. Like quality time is like, hey, you were gonna go out with the boys, but you decided that you wanted to spend time with me instead. They're in a like house quality all time, fucking day together. What kind all of qu- fucking day? Quality like, time is you is not you not doing your job because I want you to be at my beck and call it. And if my time friends are in the house, that's called the fucking you. obsession. She wants a stalker. She I don't need a boyfriend. You. I don't need you near me. If my friends are here, I can have plenty of other <laughs> company. If anything, I'm with my friends. Stop bothering me. Like, right. I just, I, I just am not like that. But she, yeah, I, I give it a few more weeks and then I think they're going to break up and get back together. And then obviously now we know they're officially broken up, which like makes sense after watching the season so far. So it's yeah, I'm, not- I'm actually surprised they made it a year, but I yeah. guess it's easier when you are separated and like you guys can go back to your own apartments and you're not up each other's assholes because uh, Lindsay needs like, Lindsay needs like almost like a mother figure and a boyfriend. Like she yes, needs someone so she's that's going to be it in her relationship. Yes, exactly. Like she needs someone that's going to be so far up her ass and like just constantly but, with like her, a lot of always dudes touching her. Aren't going to be taking a motherly role. No, so, that's why I'm saying the guy she wants doesn't exist. I think she needs to work on herself. Like exactly, Carl's been working on her himself and like realize what her triggers are and what her issues are and work through them because obviously I mean maybe she's going to therapy I don't know but like she needs to figure it out because obviously she can't be yelling at every single boyfriend that she has when she doesn't get her way exactly and that's what she does at least on the show and even Kyle reiterated that he's like um going out with Lindsay's like a tornado or something like that like you just don't know what you're gonna get but Yes. That so that was that summer house guys. Um, our favorite show. If you don't right watch now. it, watch it. We say everything's our favorite show, but that's just, yeah. Like, I mean, we like only talk about our favorite shows though. So true. Like if there's other shows I like, but like not love, like we watch like thousand pound sister, but we aren't talking about that with you guys. It's like, <laughs> I could, it's a great show. <laughs> it's actually. a great show. Actually. It's one of my faves right now <laughs> and it's all over TikTok. <laughs> True. People are catching on to the things that we like. The kids Finally, are on. because I felt like no one watches TLC, and I'm like, you guys, TLC is fucking TLC is great. Where it's at, TLC, TLC actually has some... the best shows. Like, yes. Bravo's up there, but TLC is like they have a lot of shit. So if yes. you guys haven't checked out TLC lately, do it. Get the Discovery whatever app. I haven't gotten it, but like <laughs> it has everything. I mean, on I'm there. sure if you have cable, you have TLC, so yes. you can log on your parents. That's what I had to do for a while, but like mm-hmm. you can figure out how to get TLC. It's a pretty okay. basic channel. Do it. But yeah, I mean, I that wraps up this week's episode. Yeah. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod. Like and subscribe on you know Apple or Spotify or Amazon, whatever you guys listen to. Um, if you want to keep getting this bomb ass content. <laughs>